Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. To be nobody but yourself in a world which is doing its best night and day to make you everybody else means to fight the hardest battle which any human being can fight and never stop fighting. And this is my all-time favorite quote, and it's by E.E. Cummings. My freshman English teacher had it on her board big, and so I saw it every day, both freshman year, and then I was a teacher's assistant for her. So I saw it again when I was older, and I think that's something that I have worked very hard is to be myself. And I celebrate that you all are working on continuing to be yourselves because that's what the life of an artist and an entrepreneur is all about. So today's class is on the topic of branding or what I call discovering who you are and what makes you exceptional. And then you'll understand better ways to communicate that. Before we get started, I want to thank you so much for subscribing and rating and sharing with your friends the Profitable Photographer podcast. I have been listened to so far in 38 countries and over 8,200 downloads, and I'm just thrilled that my guests and I are coming into people's lives and hopefully adding some guidance and wisdom and maybe entertainment. So Thank you all for that, and please get in touch. I would love to have a one-on-one conversation with you and see if any of my programs, both my one-on-one coaching, my group coaching, and then an upcoming online course might be a great fit for you. So get in touch, say hello, go to lucydumascoaching.com, and also you can download a free ebook if you go there. All right, so here we go. You are special, one of a kind, and original. You have gifts to bring that no one else can bring but you. Most people don't know that, or if they do, they don't make the effort and take the risk to discover who that would be. I want to celebrate your courage and willingness to step out of the safe, slow lane and risk discovering more of who you are. And the world will be eternally grateful for this as well, because your gifts are needed on this planet and beyond (laughs) in ways you can't even imagine. So I wanted to talk a little about the whole notion of branding, because there's a lot of talk about it. And some people think, you know, it's your logo, it's your colors, it's your packaging. That certainly goes into it. But someone can have a really strong brand and not have any of those things and be known for that particular brand. It is unearthed. It is discovered. It's not made. So great branding experience for me is where, and this is something I do in my one-on-one coaching, is we go through a series of steps Some of them are a craft project that's super fun. I also do a little visualization put to music. We have a couple of rounds of that. 
And another is a homework assignment to ask people who know you well to pick three words that describe you that would be different than they might say about anybody else or anybody in that particular combination. So the notes I'm sharing with you here are from a branding class that I give that also includes a workshop afterwards where we take a deep dive after we learn the concept of branding and we take a deep dive when it's a small group or again when I'm doing one-on-one and I absolutely love to teach and so if anyone's listening and you know someone looking for a teacher that would be interested in, in a branding class or for that matter in a class on how to sell three to four wall portraits each and every time I would absolutely love to share this with your group or the group of someone you know. <laughs> All right. So the terms branding and identity are used abundantly. And as I said, there's lots of misconceptions. A true brand is your unique qualities, your authentic qualities. It's a powerful, clear, positive idea that comes to mind whenever people think of you. It is always about an emotional response. A true brand is your unique qualities, the experience of you, your business, your product, what it's like to be around you in any capacity. It's who you are, it's what you do that makes you different. And this is how you create value in your target market. This particular conversation about branding and the personal identity is especially applicable when we're talking about the artist, and especially if your business is going to be the artist-driven business as opposed to a concept like, let's say, a pet photography business or a senior photography business where it might or might not be higher volume, might have several photographers or a team, you know, a couple partners. Still, in that case, I think it's important to discover the truth of who you are. And if you have partners, that they discover their unique identity, because that's always going to come into play in some capacity. In my opinion, a great brand doesn't start with, okay, who's my ideal client and what will they be attracted to? It starts with, as I've already said, what it is about me that they would be attracted to. So I have several friends who we all have the same target market. We want fairly affluent people who love creativity, who have enough money that they can invest in portrait art. They're very family oriented. They buy things because it makes them happy, not that it impresses others. And they might travel, they live in certain communities overall, although, of course, my ideal clients live in all kinds of areas. So, how would, let's say, my 10 best San Diego pals who were all reaching the same market? we would not all set up the same logo and the colors and everything. We set our visuals and our words and everything to relay that we are high-end luxury businesses that offer a lot of personal service. 
But when it's done right, I could look at each one of their websites and logos and everything and tell you what the experience is going to be like and how it would be different working with my friend, Abby Chamberlain, who is on my podcast. You can find her or my friend, Dennis Jones, who used to live in San Diego and we used to be directly involved in the same target wedding clients. The fabulous thing about knowing this is that then the idea that we're competing is set apart because I'm really competing to be my best self, do my best work, and communicate it really well to the world. Just like with coaching and other photography business teachers, every one of us has a different personality, different twist. I cannot be them and they cannot be me. We can learn from each other. But someone that is strongly attracted to working with me would possibly be very different than someone attracted to another coaching photographer who has a more linear style or or left brain style and it doesn't make anybody better or worse it just attracts who it is that we're meant to play with <laughs> basically that that's my feeling one of my favorite movies is Harold and Maude it's a very quirky, very dark comedy that is actually a hero's journey. And when I do my classes, I show a little video clip and I will, let me get the script and I'll read it to you. Okay, here's my acting debut, <laughs> starting with Mod. I like to watch things grow. They grow and bloom and fade and die and change into something else. Ah, life. I would like to change into a sunflower most of all. They're so tall and simple. What flower would you like to be? And Harold says, I don't know, one of these maybe. And he gestures to a field of wild white daisies. Maud, why do you say that, Harold? Because they're all alike. So Maud says, oh, but they're not, look. See, some are smaller, some are fatter, some grow to the left, some grow to the right. Some have even lost some petals, all kinds of observable differences. You see, Harold, I feel that much of the world's sorrows come from people that are this, and she holds up a single daisy, yet allow themselves to be treated as that, and she gestures to the field of white daisies. And I love that little story because even when we think we're maybe all alike, we're all photographers, we're all doing newborn or weddings or dogs or seniors or headshots, that we think, okay, you know, I'm, I'm just going to compete on price or try to have the fanciest words or talk them into it when there is so much power in radiating who you are, in knowing who you are, and confidently expressing that. So, yes, I love that video so, so much. So I want to share a few things that are the benefits when you understand your identity and you consistently and clearly communicate it. First off, there's more joy because you spend your time doing what you're passionate about with and for people that love what you do 
for the income you deserve. You develop more confidence in your position in the marketplace by knowing who you are, what you offer, and by communicating it. There's personal growth involved. It's very motivating to become more of who you are through gaining the insights and knowing your need to improve qualities that can make you a better, more professional, more attractive you. It also leads to more and better success and increased earning potential. It enhances your perceived value prestige and attracts the right kind of client. You're seen in the leadership role. You are associated with a trend. Basically, you're communicating, one, you're different, two, you're superior, three, you're authentic. It tells prospects what they can expect when they deal with you. So here's a little side note. If it doesn't live up to expectations, buyers go elsewhere. So, hmm, sounds good. How do I figure it out? <laughs> it's in my notes. As I said, personal brands are unearthed. They're not created. Branding is a creative, active, introspective process that's an ongoing and organic exploration. As styles and trends and you change, it does need to be revised periodically, but always continuing to reflect the essence of your brand identity. So here's an example. The first time I worked with a real graphic artist and we did a little light branding exploration, we came up with a phrase that's really true for me, which is Lucy creates from the heart. And she put little hearts on the top of the brochure. We used kind of natural colors. They were kind of soft, but still expensive looking, not like baby colors. And the copy had my heart into it. So later, after I finally found an expert in branding that dug deep into who I am, she really came up with the same overall idea that, that I do everything I do, you know, full out, putting my heart into it, loving my clients. And also that little heart, I didn't realize that in my journals, when I changed my name from Lucy with a Y to Lucy with an I, I dotted my eyes with hearts, that little hearts are my thing. And so we put a little tiny heart. If you look at my lucydumas.com website, Lucy with an I, you'll see that with my logo, there's a tiny little heart. And as a business coach, there is a cohesiveness that people do say that they feel like I'm very caring, that I have a big heart. So even though my colors, my branding, things have evolved, there is this consistency that who I am is included in there. And there's more. There's, you know, I'm not only the girl with the hearts. <laughs> and if I were going to appeal to a more volume, my colors might be the same, but they might be brighter. My copy would have a little more snap energy to it, just like McDonald's colors are brighter, so you get in and out. But if they were going to have a, a luxury McDonald's restaurant, they'd use those same colors, but they would mute them and use them in different ways. The font choices would be more what communicates upscale as opposed to fun and fast. So here are some things you can do right now to help you discover your brand. One, you can talk to people. 
clients, colleagues, friends, ask people how they see you in your best self. <laughs> Two, make your own list of what you think your strong personal and professional traits and skills are. Three, kind of compare the list you made for yourself with what others said about you. You might write down the values, interests, and traits that you share with your clients. And that helps you not only appeal to your ideal clients, but discover your ideal clients. You might ask referral clients what the referral person said about you. And it's fun to start a genius file where you collect materials, particularly not from competitors, but materials that you like that are personal brands because it kind of gives you a feeling of, you know, what you're drawn to. But best of all, I suggest that you get in touch with me and I'll take you through this whole thing. And what will happen is you will have a complete identity map, is what I call it, of your colors, your style, types of fonts you like, some ideas for layouts and design elements, but also you will know more about yourself and how to communicate that to your clients. I'm not a graphic artist, but when I work with someone on their branding, we come up with great materials that a good graphic artist should be able to use and come up with something awesome for you. Now, there are graphic artists who have special training in branding, and that is what I did. Originally, I had hired four other graphic artists, and they came up with nice logos, but they didn't really reflect the core of who I was. And then I found a gal that she really dug deep, and she came up with a whole workbook that communicated the essence of who I am. And from there, it was easy to um, move forward with the collateral material. <laughs> All right. There are also books and tapes and videos on this subject. There's a book I read called The Brand Called You by Peter Montoya. There's a YouTube video by William Reach. And, you know, you might just really discover that you love this whole branding thing and get addicted to it like me. So how do you communicate your you? Well, everything you do affects and communicates your personal brand. It's not just your logo design. Somebody said it's the ranch, not the branding iron. So one is what your niche is or lack of. So if you specialize in everything, that's a brand. If you specialize in underwater women, that is part of your brand. Your work environment is part of your brand. I have a cute old house in a historic neighborhood in San Diego, and that attracts a certain kind of client. Branding is the way you walk, talk, and dress. I dress fairly professionally, but comfortably. But when I'm meeting a client, I always make sure my hair looks nice and that I've got a little light makeup, some lipstick, maybe a little jewelry, a cute little jacket or sweater, no jeans, no flip-flops, no shorts. Some of my friends who have very luxurious looking studios and they are formal people, they are always dressed nice. 
well, so I'm always dressed nice, but they're always dressed like suit, tie, nice shoes. So finding your zone, I personally feel that in all circumstances, we want to avoid leggings unless we're wearing a dress that when we bend over to pick something up, it still covers everything nicely. Or like I said, shorts or anything that looks like a day at the beach or we, we want to look professional. Words are part of our brand. So how you say things like I don't have photo shoots. I have portrait sessions. Your collateral material, of course, your logo, your website, colors, textures, all of that communicates how you build the relationships. So people who are, let's say, doing cheap and cheerful photography, they have a phone call or maybe even just a text or an email. They collect the money somehow, they do the session, and then they deliver all the files. That is a kind of relationship. Somebody who takes a lot of personal time and attention, talks on the phone, gets together, plans the session, really gets to know the clients, that is part of a brand. How you sell, how you negotiate, how you meet your obligations, that's part of a brand. Customer service and your skills at presenting what it is that you do. Also following through on your promises, that's part of a brand. And you can kill a really good brand in someone's mind by not following through on your promises. Your education, politics, religion, postings on social media, those are all part of a brand. And of course, I suggest that we're very careful not to post our religious or political views in social media where people can find them. And one example, someone who will, I will not mention, but he started posting very, very strong political opinions and his business crashed and he did not connect the dots. He thought it was just the economy, but I know so many people that befriended him. I know people had conversations and like, whoa, what's up with him? And I totally respect his right to have whatever opinion he has. But when we're in business, we are a public figure. We want to be seen. And so think about, you know, just think about how you put yourself out in the public in a way that keeps what is some core beliefs that others may find challenging, you know, I think it's good to keep that to ourselves. Some of the other branding is there's lines, there's textures, there's, I already said the words you use, your personality, creating a catchphrase. Of course, with photography, it includes our images, how we photograph, how we edit, you know, what our subjects are, all of that. And consistency. If we consistently show up and do the work that people expect based on all these other things I just mentioned, then that brand comes in really strongly and people know who we are and who to refer over and over again. So that is the end of my branding conversation. <laughs> and I hope you got some things out of it. It's a really fun topic for me. And like I said, I love teaching it. So if you know somewhere 
that I could give a, a class on this and include the, the workshop, which is really fun, doing the craft project and the visualizations and some of those other things. Please pass my name on or get in touch with me. And that is it for now. And I'm just sending you all a bunch of hugs around the world. If you have really great thoughts, you might want to go to my page, The Profitable Photographer page, or you might join my private group, The Profitable Photographer, and make some comments about all this. All right, that's it for now. Or we used to say TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bye. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.